What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We are back with more, as usual, another episode. As I mentioned the other day, we are getting closer and closer to pitchers and catchers reporting. With us being in February, we're just days away from pitchers and catchers reporting, which is, which is pretty awesome. You know, where has the time gone? So off-season is coming to a close. There are still some pieces of news to discuss. And this one, this first one came as a surprise to me. The Royals have re-signed Zach Greinke. They officially announced it on Friday. It's a one-year, $8.5 million guarantee. They're bringing back their veteran starter. You know, Greinke began his professional career with the Royals way back in 2002 as a number six overall pick in that year's MLB draft. He made his big league debut in Kansas City in 2004, spent his first seven seasons there, which was highlighted by a Cy Young Award in 2009. He had some very successful stints with the Brewers, Angels, Dodgers, Diamondbacks, and Astros from 2011 to 2021. And he returned to Kansas City last year and worked with 3.68 ERA in 26 starts. I mean, this dude has just aged gracefully. I mean, I thought he was actually going to hang it up. I thought he would retire. But he's 39 now, just turned 39 in October. And he's coming back for another one. So what exactly is going on here? What do the Royals have up their sleeve? Do they really have anything up their sleeve? Well, I think it's just the fact that he showed terrific control last year. He only had 1.8 walks her nine innings and was generally able to induce more soft contact than hard contact and that helped to cover for his lack of swing and miss stuff so that's what what you're going to see so at the end of the day he only surrendered 14 home runs on the season and that home run rate it's only 0.92 home runs per nine innings so that put him right around some some rising studs like Nestor Cortez Logan Gilbert guys like that so the Royals are just hoping Greinke could be an innings eater in 2023 and a clubhouse mentor for a rotation that's had some offseason changes, but they're still going to be relying on a lot of youth pushing forward. Brady Singer's 26, but he stands out as someone who made significant gains last year, perhaps thanks partly to having Greinke around. Brad Keller and Daniel Lynch are both 27. Both those guys could use a similar type of molding. They'd like to see those guys take a step forward in 2023. So Greinke actually is likely going to be their opening day starter for the Royals in 2023 as he was last year which is interesting right you know after all these years he's still a frontline starter but he's coming back to Kansas City he's got one more in him at least we'll see I mean I don't know why I assumed he'd retire but he was so effective last year he, he has plenty left in the tank Jake McGee did retire longtime major league reliever Jake McGee who pitched for the Tampa Bay Rays for a long time, 36-year-old lefty. He says he'll return to Tropicana Field at some point next season to celebrate his time with the Rays organization, but he feels like it's the right time. He'd rather be at home with his family. He played 13 years, won a World Series in 2020, and uh, it's about time to stop. He doesn't want to grind it out and keep bouncing around. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. So... Jake McGee became a pro nearly two decades ago. He was drafted by the Devil Rays in the fifth round of the 2004 draft out of high school in Nevada. He spent a few seasons climbing the minor league ladder as a starter 
He's a starting pitcher and then three times appeared among Baseball America's top 100 prospect list. Then he peaked at 15th when he was heading into the 2008 season. And just as initial reports of this guy, oh, he's a future top of the rotation starter, you know, those reports started to kind of dwindle. Like, okay, maybe he's not really much of a starter anymore. That was right when he took off. They moved him to the bullpen. They're like, okay, he's not a starter anymore. Let's try him in the bullpen. He just took off as a reliever in 2010. He made his big league debut as a September call-up in 2010, not long after his 24th birthday, then bounced on and off the MLB roster the following season, and he carved out a permanent bullpen role by 2012. So over a three-year stretch, three-year stretch from 2012 through 2014, he avoided the injured list, but he had 189 innings of 2.61 ERA ball. That's fantastic. And 2015 was his final season with the Rays. It was a challenge when he had he had injuries off-season elbow surgery torn meniscus in his left knee but when he was healthy he was really good so yeah i mean ended up going to the rockies dodgers ended up you know playing for the dodgers in the short 2020 season and winning the world series there actually defeated his old team the rays and won his only world series ring right there so Ended up signing a bit of a deal with the Giants, et cetera, et cetera. But you're going to remember him as a Tampa Bay Ray. You know, he ended up collecting about $37 million in career earnings. Pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. But he's going to be remembered as a Tampa Bay Ray. It's time for Tampa from 2010 through 2014. And bounce around a little bit. But good career for Jake McGee. He's hanging up his spikes. Let's head out to Seattle. The Mariners have agreed to a three-year extension with Dylan Moore. He's an infielder, outfielder, played a lot of outfield uh, when guys were hurt. But, you know, he, he's, he's a bit of a utility guy. It's a three-year extension worth $8.875 million. So it's really not that much per year. You're talking about roughly $3 million per year. Quite a steal. But if you look at his numbers in 2022, he was outstanding. He had a 122 OPS plus. And, you know, just 205 at-bats. But he did hit in the, in the brief time he did play. And defensive versatility is really what he gives you. Dylan Moore is 30 years old. So getting that money right now, I, I think, is, is important for him. This is kind of the one big contract he might get in his... It's not even big. It's just my, this is just the one guaranteed multi-million contract uh, he might get. That's just the reality. Not everyone makes makes uh, you know eight figures in the big leagues. Actually, most don't. But nonetheless, Dylan Moore as a player, 30 years old, he's a Swiss Army knife for these guys. Like I said, he plays infield and outfield. He's solid with the bat. You know, he did he did uh, undergo surgery this off season to address a core injury that he sustained at the end of last season. But it came with a six to eight week recovery estimate, so that indicates he should be ready to go for the upcoming season he might not really have a direct path to regular playing time right now but because he can play just about anywhere he'll surely find his way into the lineup because injuries and underperformance will inevitably crop up somewhere i mean the regular infield alignment for the manners is going to be ty france at first base colton wong second base jp crawford at shortstop eugenio at suarez then the outfield mix is going to be julio rodriguez in center teoscar hernandez probably in right, and then A.J. Pollock in left. 
So that leaves Jared Kelnick and Taylor Trammell as candidates for DH. And then you have other utility guys like Tommy LaStella, Sam Haggerty, and then, of course, Dylan Moore. So he'll probably find his way into the outfield mix or DH a bit. I think he's ahead of LaStella and Haggerty and probably Kelnick on the depth chart, to be honest. So realistically, we're seeing Dylan Moore as... Yeah, fourth or fifth outfielder here. But then again, the infield infield depth. He's probably the first guy off the bench for infield reps and the second guy off the bench for outfield reps. And also the second guy off the bench for DH reps. I think, I think that's what you're going to see. So he's more likely to get playing time on the infield. But they're paying him, so they intend to use him. They're not going to be giving him this contract if they didn't need him. So that's the deal in... Seattle. And last but not least, let's head out to Baltimore. Let's talk about Adley Rutschman, right? Adley Rutschman had a stellar rookie campaign in 2022, a 133-3 weighted runs created plus, and a 5.3 wins above replacement. I mean, that war was tied with Julio Rodriguez for most among rookies. And keep in mind, he started about six weeks after. He broke into the big leagues about six weeks after Julio. So Julio had a huge head start. Adley Rushman very well could have been rookie of the year. He played well enough to be, I mean, he put, these are all-star numbers. He put up all-star numbers as a rookie. This is someone who was the number one overall pick in 2019. And yeah, he's a stud, an absolute stud. Some people are saying that Adley Rushman will be baseball's best catcher in 2023. Let's make the case for that. Let's dive into this a bit. Let's unpack it. So he had such a good all-around season. Remember, he's a switch hitting catcher who can hit, play defense, all that. Reminds you a bit of, uh, you know, kind of like a Matt Wieters. This is a former Orioles catcher. But Adley could be even better than Matt Wieters. So his bat, as we noted already, he had a 133 runs created plus. That means his offensive production was 33% better than league average. That's considered, that's considering all batters though. So that's 33% above league average when you consider all hitters, not just catchers. If we zero in on catchers, I mean, this dude, this dude, is even more valuable, right? There were 34 players who had at least 250 plate appearances at the catcher last season, and Rushman had the highest weighted runs created plus of all of them. As a rookie, as a rookie, guys, let's let's keep that in mind. And there are a few things about his hitting that are worth noting. First of all, it's his plate discipline. In his first experience with MLB pitching, he was in the 80th sorry 88th percentile in whiff rate he doesn't swing and miss that much and 82nd percentile in chase rate he's not chasing balls out of the strike zone so he's seeing pitches well and choosing his swings wisely so when you mix those two together that led to a better than average strikeout rate and walk rate so that's what you're getting with him and then secondly when he did make contact he had a 35.6 percent sweet spot rate that means more than a third of the time his contact was in the Sweet spot for launch angle, which creates an ideal line drive or fly ball. And not hitting the ball on the ground is the key here. And he really excelled. So when he made sweet spot contact, he had 604 slug, 1153. That's quality contact right there. And then, of course, his defense. As a catcher, defense is huge. To be the number one at any position, it really requires, I mean, except DH, maybe, yeah, DH or first base. It Requires a mix of both offense and defense, and catcher is a premium position when you're up the middle, you know, catcher, shortstop, second base, and center. You need defense even more. 
And Rutschman had 18 defensive runs saved. That's second most behind catchers. Despite having the fewest innings of, all, of any catchers in the top five. Because defensive runs saved is a cumulative stat. Long story short, this dude is a stud. He projects to be an all-star. He's projected to be a top player in the game in 2023. Not just among catchers, but among all players. He's projected for a 5.6 way to run. Sorry, not 5.6 war. That's tied for fifth among all players, only behind Juan Soto, Aaron Judge, Julio Rodriguez, and Mookie Betts. And he's projected to be the best catcher in baseball in 2023. So the second best is JT Real Muto. So let's talk about JT. I mean, he's been the consensus best catcher in the game for a while now because he has this combo of offense, durability, defense, speed, all that. And we can't dispute any of that. The game is very lucky, though, to have a... 25 year old it's sorry sorry rushman is 24 right now he's about to be 25 in a couple days okay so he had he did all this in his age 24 season someone who's about to be 25 and he's gonna perhaps dethrone an almost 32 year old at a premium position this is what's happening in baltimore ladies and gentlemen this is why adley rushman is already the face of the orioles and he could potentially be the face of baseball one of these days could we could could we really be saying that this is someone who has paid dividends for the orioles he was the number one overall pick and he has already proven that to be very correct so when you look at it all the bat the defense the catching intangibles and that was in 113 games so imagine what he's going to do with a full season a full spring training as their starting catcher so now we're going to have to sit back we're just going to get to sit back and enjoy adley rushman 2023 so that is going to do it for today folks if you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.